You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. We're so good at clapping. We clap weekly. We clap sometimes more than once a week. And people That's forget. That's how it goes. People <laughs> forget that podcasters have to clap so much. <laughs> what about our poor little wrists? I know. People like don't think about podcasters' poor little wrists. Mm. And I think that they should. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitt. I'm Michaela Oakland. And we're so happy to welcome you here to our car for our late night drive. I completely lost my train of thought of where I was going with that, but I am nope, happy you're here. That's about the usual. They're back in the car. <laughs> <laughs> And we're in the front seat and we're, and we're just seat. chatting today. Just we're having a little chatty time. I feel like we've like sort of pulled over in like a parking lot and we're just oh, kind of chatting, you know? That's the vibe. That's the vibe we're at today. We're on the side of the road. Mm. It's been a long day. So we're just going to, you and know. It has. It has been a long day. It's Sunday. Yeah. Sundays are usually my like don't do anything day. And mm. I try to make myself feel good about it. But lately I've been having to do stuff on Sunday. And that's. Ugh. So devastating. Well, I'm moving right now. So I'm mo- by the time you guys are hearing this, it will actually be the last day in the place I've lived in for three years. Sad. I'm starting to get like irrationally scared about it because you know how I've been mentally healthy lately? Totally. I'm like, what if it's because I've had a little bit of structure? Like I've lived in the same place for a while now. And as soon as I move, what if I go no, back to when I was I depressed? I really <laughs> don't think that that's it because I do recall you being depressed within this space. I know, but that was like the first year I lived here. Mm, that was like a so whole what if, year. So what if like, I used to move, yeah, and that's true, but <laughs> I used to move every year. What if like part of my depression was because I just couldn't grow roots? Wow. I mean, that's very possible. I have lived here for two years and I feel like I've become a better person. But You're I starting also, to feel better. I am, but I also just decided to be mentally well this week. That's honestly kind of where where it happened for me as well. I was like, okay, I have been wallowing. <laughs> For quite some time now. And you know, I did try a lot of things, but after doing magic, magic, smush, smooth, <laughs> there was a little bit of a reset, a little bit of a, mm-hmm. a bit of a 180. But, you know, we'll see. I think it'll be fine. I honestly, I'm just freaking myself out, but it's going to be fine. It'll be good. I'm it'll be a nice Chrissy. change. Exactly. It'll be a, a lovely change. Yeah, love to get out of my hermit vibe. Gonna have a good time. I mean, I love Um, a hermit vibe. We've been having not so chatty episodes lately, so we have a lot of like chatting to catch up on. We've gotten some mixed reviews. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody made Michaela cry. Yeah. And I'll fight you right now. Like, and I'll do it. Here's what I'll say. Okay, first of all, so we've had kind of I guess historical or like deep dive sort of topics the last two weeks which isn't going to be every episode but it will continue oh yeah we have like there will be more and we want to talk about some people 
some people loved it. Some people were like, wow, I really love this like new format. You should talk about this topic. You should talk about that topic. There were some, however, <laughs> and I will say so because Ellie edits our episodes. So I've been like trying to take on more of the social media. But this one person clearly thought that Ellie was going to read this message. <laughs> and they were like, your friend is so boring. Like if I wanted to read a Wikipedia page, I would do that. She was literally just reading off of a script and I just started sobbing. I was like... I was broken after reading that. Um, but it's okay to you out there. <laughs> it's not okay with me, but I'm glad it's okay with you. And I didn't read a Wikipedia page. I read like 30 sources and compiled it, but it's fine. Um, I will say like I was pretty nervous the last two times. So um, it will only get better from here. Duh. It's just going to get more fun and fun and fun. D- fun and fun and fun. <laughs> and fun. <laughs> exactly is there anything that happened this week for you that you need to catch up the drivers about or the passengers Mm. well okay a couple things but one Mm. I'm dealing with this thing right now like I'm really stressed out because okay so I launched the candle brand yes yay and honestly the launch went pretty well like there were like one or two little thingy dingies that were like maybe like a candle arrived shattered something like that um that we just like refunded or sent them a new one or whatever and it's not a big deal so then I get an email on Friday like at like five o'clock that was like hey we accidentally oversold um so we have to give these people discounts and I was like okay first of all that sucks because like Obviously, like I, people paid, they wanted to support me. They bought something mm-hmm. to support me and I want them to be able to get the product that they paid for and that, and like, that makes me really sad because I'm obviously like, I'm very protective over my audience. Like I'm not selling you mm-hmm. just like anything. I don't like, I'm very particular about what I'm like going to sell to you. So basically you know? like their orders have to be canceled is what you're saying. Like yeah, that you sold and, like, product refunded. you didn't have. Yeah, yeah. But, but then, but then, and the plot thickens, um, <laughs> I got a couple DMs from people being like, Hey girly, um, why did I get refunded? I have a candle. <gasps> oh so, my God. So, so now, I'm like, what is happening right now like so the, the right was, people maybe didn't get refunded right I'm like confused like was that the problem or was it like a, a just a misaccounting error like something that we like the warehouse fucked up or something and like oh I'm God. like not cut out for being in charge of stuff that's so stressful so I'm like sending emails all day but it's Sunday so I can't really figure anything out until Monday morning and it's like not a huge deal in the sense of like bottom line stuff like that's not my concern I just want right. to make sure people who like ordered product get product like it'll be fine it'll be fine like let me just tell you as someone who was doing merch and customer service at the start of the pandemic like people were very mad and I was like oh it's the end for me (laughs) like (laughs) it's over like like UPS has not sent this for a month I'm over I'm done but you know a few a few months went by and it was like okay it's okay like Like, they know I did my best there's some things that are just out of my control and I am trying my best and it was our first time and I assumed something would go a little wrong. So totally. I'm okay with it existentially, but like I'm just sad because I want people to, I'm proud of what I made. I want people to have it, you know? 
Yeah, the nerves will pass. The little anxious nerves inside yeah. will pass. Um, so that's something that like I've been dealing with all day today and trying to just like clean and shower and like make myself look pretty to just get over it because I'm. Just, I'm like, so proud of you for that. Thank you, thank you. Um, you did all of your little self care things. No, I really did. Um, because I decided to be mentally healthy this week and it honestly kind of mm-hmm. worked. Um, but also I went on another date. Woo! And guess what? <laughs> She I did, did not it. throw up. <laughs> I did. Everybody clap. Everybody, everybody screamed. Everybody on she the street broke the cycle. Knew. They were like, "Yes, she didn't throw up." Like the streets were cheering. Wait, can I ask? Did you almost? Did you yes. have an urge? So okay. many times. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> here's sort of the, the story. Of what happened was like, I'm. I was experimenting. Right. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, what if instead of bringing a Valium with me in case I feel anxious, what mm-hmm. if I just pre-take the Valium so I never get will. anxious, right? This makes yeah. sense. Problem though, I took it on an empty stomach because I thought to myself, mm. okay, well, I'm anxious and I'm not gonna be able to eat. So if I take it on an empty stomach, I'll be able to eat. No. Ooh, okay. That is not sort of how drugs work. Right. Um, and I did very briefly get a little bit high. Like I was like <laughs> not well for like a second. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to cancel this date. I'm high. Like there's no other explanation. Like, I'm like But you're getting closer. You're right, getting closer right, right, and closer right, right. to the ideal formula every, totally, totally, every totally, day. Totally, totally. It I'm like. figuring it out every day. But yeah, when I got there and then I was anxious anyways. And I really thought I was going to throw up a couple times. But I had texted him beforehand just being like... Hey, I tend to throw up on dates. Yes, I literally was like, I might throw up. That might happen. Um, but like, fuck it, we ball kind of thing. I was like, it's not a big deal. I brought a toothbrush. I like had it in my little pocket. Um, and then I didn't throw up, and it was like a nice date. You know what? This is really an instance of practicing what you preach because I feel like every time people ask us, like, how do we get this person? to feel this way about us or blah 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 we're like just be true to yourself be so honest about what you want and like what you have to offer and here you are saying I might throw up and you know what listen I'm putting it all on the table here because I'm so you proud know what? of you the, the, the other thing about it was because I had already said that and I didn't feel like I was like hiding this like deep dark secret I literally feel like I was more myself on this date than I normally am because totally from this from the jump he like knew that I was a wreck like you know like mm-hmm. he there was no part of him that was like and she's a chill cool calm collected person so I didn't have to pretend I was just like I'm anxious and I'm sweating yeah and uh, I, I like have to go to the, the biggest bathroom issue that's like the biggest issue with trying to talk to someone for the first time is the way that you normally speak sounds crazy. Like <laughs> if I'm having a first conversation with someone, the way I word things, I'm like, this sounds weird. Like I have to do I insane. I have, and I have to fix it. Says, no, but like, honestly, if he doesn't like <laughs> sort of <laughs> the vibe that I was putting out, then whatever. Right. Well, totally, know? totally. It just does feel insane. Like the way that I speak to you and Julia... If I just like spoke that way over text immediately to someone that I had never, you know what I, I mean? Know. Like you kind of have to ease people into it. Yeah, like you can't be like because you're full, you have like crazy right away. You have little isms and like little mm. phrases that mm. you do that like they wouldn't understand why you just put that phrase in there and like 
or the even emoji use can sometimes totally be like the standing negligible. girl. The standing Do you girl. remember when I had that misconfusion over the standing girl? Because like the guy that I went out with hadn't texted me for a few days since our date. So I sent him the standing girl emoji <laughs> and it's like blonde. And he thought I was talking about how he bleached his hair. And he was like, ha ha ha. Oh, I know. No. LOL. I bleached my hair. Is it? What? Does it look good? What? <laughs> And I was oh like, God, no, men. it's the standing girl emoji. But then how do I explain the standing girl emoji? It's impossible. It's just you really can't. a feel thing. It's, it truly exactly. is. Oh, That's God. what I'm talking about. Men are so <laughs> funny, though. You know, I had this breakthrough understanding about okay. men, too. Mm. Because here's the thing about men. Mm. Is that they're men. Like, mm. there are there are sort of, in fact, like wonderful men out there. There are. There are men who are respectful and men who are kind. There are men who right. will treat you like a person. Men who... Sure. There are good dudes out there. But mm. <laughs> they're still men. And like, they are still... Men are... Um, they're like the human embodiment of that woman on TikTok who goes, everybody's so creative, you know, that, that woman. I don't know that woman. Oh my gosh, she like, she like, um, what's it called? Like duets, videos of like white people making gross casseroles and stuff, you know? Oh. And she just says, everybody's so creative. I wouldn't eat this, but maybe you would. And like, that's like what men are. Like, even the best guy in the world is still going to do shit that has you going what? And I would not eat that. I would not eat that. That's and that's where I'm at personally. Right, and I'm a, you know what? Look, I'm okay with eating a weird casserole now and then as long as it's like got wholesome ingredients, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever, you know, like yeah. whatever. So so I have yeah. a restraining order from the casseroles right now. That's like where I'm at. Right. <laughs> We're in very different sort of <laughs> spots. But I'm just I'm trying to keep fucking pushing through even though no, I'm so hard. proud of you because I was at so I was at Julia's show Bitchopia's live show their first live show it was so good um Yay. I don't know if you guys know this but Julia Ellie and I all have the same manager so mm. we I went with um our manager Isabel and while I was there I got a text from Ellie that was like I didn't throw up and I was like, wait, are you on a new date? Is this someone from the past? Like, what? what's the context of this? Actually, if I can say it, the exact wording was, I didn't throw up and I sucked a dick. I'm so back, baby. I was going to, I was going to. I know you were yeah, protecting yeah. me on that, but it's okay. I'll, I'll talk about it. It happened. That's what you said. And it is what you said. And I was giggling. And um, <laughs> I think I asked you, will you tell me this one's name? And you were like, not yet. Maybe one more date. Yeah, I got to decide if it's like, a, you know, you never know. I, I don't know. Totally. But could be a. Says, the reason, though, that I sucked a dick okay. is because there was no expectation or pressure or even like ask. Not not like in a non-consent way, but like like I knew that he mm-hmm. like wanted to like go further. But I was very clear about not really wanting to go further. So then I was just like. But what if I did? <laughs> <laughs> what if I was so silly goofy and I just did, though? Like, what if I did? And, like, that's my favorite kind of blowjob to give is, like, the unexpected, like, oh, you thought you weren't getting anything tonight? I'm the coolest girl in the whole world. Also, Stop, I like don't head, say that. So. <laughs> I am, though. I like giving head, you know? It's, like, a nice little surprise. I, I, okay, yeah. well, yep, love that for you. Some <laughs> of us cannot relate. <laughs> I really think the degree to which we like boys is like a constant miscommunication between us. I think so as well. And y- <laughs> and like sometimes you'll say things and I'm like, oh, is that how it's supposed to be? <laughs> sometimes you'll say things and I'm like, whoa, I'm really straight. Like, <laughs> oh 
no literally it's so funny i feel like especially more lately Mm-hmm. But also, but when we first became friends, and we did get a lot of questions about this, I don't even remember really what our vibe was like when we first became friends because it was. Luckily, we grew together, but we both were <laughs> not our best selves. I'll say that not our best selves. We were, yeah. But you know, we've talked about that a little, have we? I kind of, probably, probably, somewhere respectively, we out definitely there. have at some point. You know. Yeah, no, totally. And I, I mean, some of you maybe have followed one of us or both since then. Yeah. And also are aware. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, this podcast is definitely different than the podcast we would have made together in 2017. I can tell you that much. <laughs> and, and, and thank I think God the for world that. can yeah, very much be grateful for that. The world did not um, need I our want- takes. <laughs> no, it didn't. It didn't. And we didn't need our takes to be forever documented. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you're so stupid yeah. oh god do you want to talk about what's happening out there in the in the culture the social media <laughs> i don't know why i thought you meant like out there and i was like I, oh it's cold like I outside don't know. of your like, apartment <laughs> no <laughs> no i i would love to talk about the culture what's going on out there i have some takes well as we're recording this they are doing the oscars so hopefully I, nothing I big care. happens I know. Well, I don't care either. However, last year things did go down at the Oscars, so hopefully yeah, we're not missing any Chris big, Ra- huge. Wait, Will Smith punched Chris Ross, and well, he slapped him. He didn't penis. punch him. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. And there were so many takes at the time that was like that was bad and wrong. He could and have like, killed people, him, and people were like really upset. And meanwhile, I'm sitting there like. I would have loved it if somebody punched a man for me who was being rude. Like, no one's ever slapped a man for me. Like, I honestly also was watching, like, Real Housewives at the time, and they slap each other all (laughs) All the time. time. So I was just really not seeing it through this, like, oh, no, scary lens. (laughs) I was just like, yep, people do that. (laughs) And I will also say that Chris Rock took that hit really well. Like, if it was me, he would have really, like, I would have gone down, you know? Like, Will Smith is a lot bigger than him. Like, Chris Rock, he's, like, a little guy. He's just, like, a little guy. But he took that slap like a champ. Like, he just stood his ground. It It was actually quite impressive. But, yeah, no, I remember being, like, Am I toxic for being like, I would want my husband to do that? No, I think that's so valid. I think all of the women were like, you know what? Good on him. (laughs) (laughs) But then like, if you say that shit on Twitter, they're so crazy. They'll be like, that's actually just perpetuating toxic masculinity. And I'm like, maybe, but like, maybe he deserves it. (laughs) Here's my thing. It's like, what if I do, what if I want to have a slightly bad take every once in a while? Am I Maybe? not allowed to have a, a lukewarm take every yeah. now and then? Yeah, let, let girlies have a lukewarm take about something that they have deep issues related to <laughs> and therefore can't be objective. <laughs> so true. Uh, but yeah, so um, that's what's happening right now. But who cares? Hopefully nothing big happens. Um, <laughs> there's been some some talks about Cole Sprouts Ugh. on the internet. That's been awful to see. I don't Th- love that's it. That's been tough. That's been tough, especially because he, I mean, we watched him like in childhood. So it is a shame <clears throat> to see somebody apparently just like suck, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's kind of got the opposite take too of a lot of child actors where I feel like a lot of them are 
saying it was harmful to them and he was kind of more well it gave me the golden ticket and you know I'm happy I did it so I it's interesting that both of those exist I don't really have an opinion on one or the other I think they both make sense but um the way that he talks just really got something deep within me pissed off like deep within (laughs) all of us said about his brother that one was the craziest to me when he said like yeah my brother used to beat people up and I just had to be the one who's like hey so sorry about my brother I was like why would you fucking say that homeschooled like (laughs) yeah I think it it would have been in like elementary school Mm. like or it would have been like on set you know what I mean like they probably had like all the kids in like Disney shows in like one right right it might have been a Disney school who knows he didn't really clarify oh you know what about one thing about me I had one year in fourth grade where I got in trouble for being mean <laughs> did you I think we all yeah I'm gonna be honest phase. like that's okay I'm gonna be honest it wasn't anything super bad but it was the time that I was reading those click books mm, and you know I had this I <laughs> had resolved. this little okay I had this little group of friends it was like five of us and people would like ask to be in our click and we'd be like no like we're just kind of a click we're just gonna stay together and then I would like get pulled out by the teacher being like Mm -hmm. why are you telling people they can't be your friend and I was like well I have my friends and we're I'm sorry but like okay can I just this is my lukewarm take another one okay okay why are we forcing children to be friends with each other Sometimes you know people what? just Great don't point. like each other. That's a good lesson to learn early on that like sometimes you're just not going to click with somebody and that's okay. You don't have to yeah. be friends with everyone. Well, thank you so much for absolving me because I do have some guilt about it. I'm like, damn, I was kind yeah. of a bitch. But, you know, I was also in fourth grade and then I moved the next year and had no friends for many years. So mm, in many ways, uh, it was almost penance. Yeah. yeah it, was, <laughs> it was. Yeah. I was like mean in middle school. Um, oh, in what way? I, I don't know. It's just a little bit. I think I was a little too like smart for my own good but like not in a good way where like I, I just love knew, this for you like I just was like I, I was like a little bitchy because I had like a superiority complex and I could like you know That's what I mean so valid like you know what normalize admitting that because <laughs> sorry <laughs> why can't we like, I had like my brother and sister are seven and eight years older than me wow. so I would just like repeat phrases that they said around <laughs> yeah. the house that I absolutely didn't understand like I said that's what she said to my fifth grade teacher <sighs> and I didn't know what it meant and she was like, come to the office right now. And then my mom got so mad at me. And I'm like, I didn't know I didn't what it know. meant. I was just repeating. Dude, that is why I get so annoyed. It's like a Twitter heavy episode. But I get so annoyed on Twitter when somebody tweets like, my kid said this thing. And everyone's like, your kid didn't say that thing. No, your kid probably, probably said did. it. Because they kids say that thing. the most insane things. They just repeat things or they like mm-hmm. hear one word and they like make shit up. Like they're insane. They really are. Yeah. Yeah. Kids are crazy. They can be like a really wide scope of different things. And I think my kids, I'm going to be just convinced that they're a genius from day one. Mm. Like that's kind of my take on it. Um, Speaking of kids, Harry and Meghan's kids upgraded to princess status and I prince mean, hell status. Yeah. I did have one more I'm thing happy to say about, about Cole Sprouse. Oh, but oh my, my bad. My bad. Speak, but it's not about really Cole about Cole Sprouse so much as okay. it is about the venue with which he was like sort of speaking Are you t- call, call her daddy yes <laughs> okay <laughs> I was like can I say the words <laughs> no you can I just think it's like a really unfortunate thing that I don't know the show like has sort of devolved into like good PR for people who are like maybe not that good oh I've noticed that yeah she has or 
she they all of them the show i don't know if she picks the people really she probably yeah i don't know if she kind does. of does but it seems to be a lot of people who are having problems like i know there was recently john mayer mm-hmm. and there was recently who's the other one i'm thinking of it was someone who like well, Haley bieber oh Haley bieber was on it yeah and that was maybe the start of her downfall you never know could be could be i just think that that's such like a sad that's like sad i i don't know if that's a, a choice but yeah it's not great i mean it, you can't it doesn't make them look good either like it's a weird no. thing it kind of ends up making them look worse that's the thing. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go on that podcast if I had like potentially bad things out about me because I feel like the clips that they choose intentionally <laughs> tease those bad things and then make it look worse. Like apparently Cole only mentioned his relationships in the last 10 minutes of the episode or something that's what someone commented mm-hmm. but obviously that was used as the big like right, clickbait right. for the show. And then it was like, "Oh my god, can he just shut up about Lily Reinhardt?" <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I don't know it's just not really good for these people no it's not so I don't know why it becomes this like redemption tour but then it's like the opposite yeah there's some alchemy happening there that is not good and needs to be figured out <laughs> yeah I mean call her daddy is definitely not going to redeem you or be like a redemption arc for anybody <laughs> but maybe it'll expose you to an audience that doesn't care mm, about okay, you being fair. shitty you know I don't know maybe that's the point could be. Yeah, I don't purport to understand, but I just think that that's like an interesting, it's interesting it's gone in that direction. It is. It's interesting. It's I interesting. mean, the, the former format was definitely not sustainable for forever, so I'm not shocked. Oh, wait, can I tell you something that made me like low-key upset, which doesn't make sense that it made me upset? Duh. I think I texted you about this. The Kardashians not being invited to the Met Gala. Yeah, that did not make me upset, but I get why <laughs> perhaps a person would. I don't know why I was upset. I was like, but I want to see what they wear to the Met Gala. <laughs> what do you mean they're not going to the Met Gala? No, Kim usually pops out. Like Kim usually does a good job, and the rest of them and are Kendall. like forgettable. Kendall, come on. What? Her looks are beautiful. Usually, it's because she's beautiful. Her looks are boring. Because she's boring. No, no, no. The really pretty, like bedazzled one, and then when mm, her the and Kylie did the re- the, the yeah. orange and purple, purple one was cute. Obviously, I didn't like Kylie's off-white baseball cap one very much, but you know, I think that wasn't the year they did camp either. So, the wedding if it had been the year the baseball, they did camp, like okay, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's totally valid. That's totally valid that you think you don't mind. I I do watch the show. <laughs> Even though it's like not wow. a super, ooh, I love them type of situation, but I do watch it. So wow, I actually kind of brainwashing me a little you. bit. Like, I know it's so entertaining. I mean, I get that. I like follow all of them on social media, and I I don't care about them, but I can't yeah. look away. You know, mm-hmm. I only follow Kim. Oh, and Harry and Meghan's kids upgraded to Prince and Princess. Actually, huge. I'm excited for them. No, I'm that really makes excited me happy. for them. They deserve it. They and do also, what's funny it. to me is that King Charles said he was going to reevaluate if he upgraded them to Prince and Princess until after Harry's book Spare came out. And he did it, which I think means Harry didn't say all the things he could have said. That is an interesting take. Isn't because that an interesting he said take? So he said quite many a lot. things. <laughs> like, he said all those things, and King Charles. King Charles was still like, yeah, that was fine. Yeah, that's they okay. get the titles. What did I don't he know. say about know. Kate Middleton and and William's wedding? What was wrong with him? He had did Prince say that the oh his his testicles froze or something? Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I knew it was something penis related. And I was like, what's wrong with them? Anyway, um, <laughs> it was for sure penis related. It was related. certainly penis related. Okay. Uh, well, Michaela has some lightning round questions that she wanted to ask. So without further ado, let's get on into that. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, so I love therapy. I have always been a huge advocate for therapy. I've been seeing my therapist for, gosh, going on six years now. So she's basically like a homie, less of a therapist, more of a pal. Just kidding. She actually is really, really good at her job. And I have benefited immensely from therapy. I literally feel... Like I wouldn't be the woman that I am today if I didn't have therapy as a resource. I think it's so good to help you work through not only like your daily problems and, you know, your work issues or your friend issues, your relationship issues, but also like work through things that have been patterns in your life that maybe you've identified but don't really know how to fix or things like phobias, anxieties, things that you feel like you have a lack of control over. Therapy can be really helpful in making you feel like you do actually have control because you have more control than you think that you do. But I know that it is not easy for everybody to access therapy. And that's why I love today's sponsor, BetterHelp, because, uh, I mean, there are states in America even where there's like two therapists that take insurance, you know, like it's really, really important to have access to mental health and not everybody does. And BetterHelp makes it super, super easy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give it a try. It is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest, whatever it is, with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit betterhelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LND. Getting to know Ellie really fast. <laughs> okay, I have prepared lightning round questions. Okay, are um, you going to answer them too? No, no, no. Oh. Ideally, ideally, mm -hmm. the answer will be in around you know 10 15 seconds okay okay first thing um, that comes to my head yeah it's a mixture of questions from me and the audience oh, okay. okay favorite anime well fruits baskets totally fruits favorite basket. conspiracy um that space is fake oh uh kids <laughs> or no kids <laughs> mm, i don't know yet um baby okay, okay. <laughs> last book you read oh um i just did a reread of throne of glass the whole series all eight books Ooh, hottest animated character. Uh, uh, Zuko from yep. fucking Avatar. Mm -hmm. Duh. I knew you'd say that. Okay, favorite podcast besides ours? You're wrong about. Oh my God, I love that podcast. It's a really good podcast. I love that podcast. It's a really good okay, podcast. Okay, that's all of them. Oh, that's all oh of them. that was so brief and quick and, and I know. Pretty. Getting to know Ellie really fast. <laughs> I mean, you really meant lightning round. I did. I did. I did. Well, we asked for questions for this episode and some of them were kind of like, oh, that's a really quick, easy answer. Not really something we would drone on about too much. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I wanted to put them and someone was asking to get to know us a little better, which I was a little shocked Surprised about because be we, we put so much out there. But you know what? <laughs> we do. be We talk a lot. 
we do talk a lot. I do have to quickly mention Ellie's um, space conspiracy is like the one disagreement okay. we've had <laughs> in like a year. <laughs> and it actually stressed me out. <laughs> I have been really clear on this show about what my space conspiracy theory is. It's not um, that I don't think space exists. <laughs> I just think that NASA makes some shit up to get funding and there's something out there that they're not telling us about. No, because I agree with all of that. All of that is stuff I agree with. The part that I don't agree with is when you say you don't think there's as much out there. Like other galaxies I think and there's stuff. stuff, but I just think they're making shit up. Like, I think they're like photoshopping pictures and shit. Like, I just, I don't, because there's no way for me to check. Like, I'm never going to go to space. How would I okay. ever know? This is like a fundamental difference, I think, in just how we our minds work because I'm very much like why would people lie I don't care like it's probably true I just like I doubt they're lying I'm like that with everything and everyone Mm -hmm. else except space but something about space they just say things that are ridiculous oh this planet rains diamonds shut the fuck up no it's (laughs) how would you know that you know like it just it makes me irrationally mad and I know it's silly but I just it really upsets me I mean, yeah, nothing you're saying right now is stuff that I like vehemently disagree with. I don't I know what it was, it was in that conversation we had about over that. text a little bit. Yeah, perhaps. yeah, a little bit, a little bit, because yeah. I'm totally open to them lying about space. I just feel confident that a lot is out there. No, I think there's stuff that I could think be they're real. lying about some stuff. You know, I think they're, they're right. just sprinkling some stuff to make it seem more interesting sometimes. Totally fair. Totally <laughs> fair. Well, we got some actually really good questions from you guys, which is great to hear because the first time we recorded a youtube episode together the questions were bad do you remember even remember what they were we did the when we did the mukbang it was like i don't i don't remember what the questions were either i just remember us both like going over them and being like what the fuck are these (laughs) (laughs) okay so we did get a lot of questions about life changes changing stages in the life uh we're gonna focus on this one first about graduating college and being kind of sad about it I actually think we got a few questions similar to this so yeah sounds it makes sense it is that like it's what month mm. what is it March it oh yeah it's March and and you probably graduate, graduate May? I, think I graduated in like April if I remember oh yeah I dropped out so <laughs> I didn't graduate really I just I didn't remember graduation was did you walk like, no oh nice okay N- neither of us walked because wow. remember I so, was like too anxious to walk so I just didn't I thought you just didn't because of the one credit. No, I could have walked without, you know, the one credit because I had a plan to take a class in the summer. So it was like set up. Right. But I was yeah. way too anxious. I like at that time was throwing up <laughs> all the time and mm-hmm. hadn't really gotten a handle on it. So I just didn't walk. Yeah. Well, this is a very relatable question. And I think we are fairly Hold qualified. Hold on. To- okay. I think that's my fucking Is your food, food finally here? I'm literally I think we're fairly qualified to answer this since we both moved mm. states after graduating. So so, so we can talk about this a little with a sense of maybe we have some, some wisdom, perhaps <laughs> something like that. Um, yeah, I was sad when college ended, yeah. and I was was miserable in college. So I think it's like <laughs> a, it's like a normal thing. <laughs> Anytime there's an ending, we get a little funky. Like humans, for whatever yeah. reason, like we get super fucking funky with endings. Yeah, especially with college because it's like the last time you're in some kind of social structure where there's like a schedule for you. 
like high school mm, and college mm-hmm. and all those you're finally like out of the system you're really going out there you're on your own you're, kid am i right kid, and you always <laughs> but you always have that um no it is it is that because because college also is the last time that you're going to be constantly surrounded by people who are like your peer group as it were like totally everybody's totally. sort of at the same point in the race like mm-hmm. it, it, not that I mean I say this all the time life is not like a race necessarily but like if we're all at this you know start line after at this age all of a sudden people yeah. are going crazy different places you know they're getting married or they're oh my god my else. little is having a baby like that's crazy no I'm that's like happy crazy. for her but that's also crazy <laughs> <laughs> that's just shocking to think about yeah I mean I I was a little bit sad, but I also felt like I have these friendships and I might not see them in person the same amount, but I don't think that'll be like too bad. Um, When I moved to Los Angeles, well, I did have a boyfriend there, so it helped a little bit. Ew. (laughs) And then then Matt moved with me. So I kind of got lucky in the sense that like I had people there right away which maybe isn't super right I didn't know anybody (laughs) yeah well you but you were also like put into a yes into a job right away Mm -hmm. that like you were gonna meet people I will say that at the end of college I I felt really ready to leave like I was sad but I I remember the feeling of like restlessness almost of like Mm -hmm. wanting to see what else was out there um and I think focusing on that feeling honestly could be yeah. helpful because like there is this big wide world outside of the closed environment that you've been in and you're gonna experience so many interesting cool things and meet so many new people mm-hmm. and love people and you know it's just ex- yeah. it's exciting like it really is more than anything I think it's more like also just that the future in general is scary mm-hmm. like because we can't picture it we can picture like the past and the present but the future is just like this big dark black hole mm-hmm. that Ellie thinks doesn't exist the black hole <laughs> <laughs> I mean who's to say who's to say no you're right who's to say um <laughs> But yeah, it's hard to picture the future. So it's just scary, especially if you're leaving like this structure that you've been in forever. But you know, it's really going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. It really is going to be fine. Like, honestly, you're going to still talk to whatever friends are important over text as much as you need to. You're going to have like either a job or activities in the area that you can become a part of. Like we often have to start over and build communities and every time I've had to do that I've built a better one like I can truly say when I left high school I made a better life for myself in college and when I left college I made a better life for myself where I am now even though it was scary in that time like I mean, you hear it so much, you don't even know the people you're not going to meet yet. But just a little reminder, since you're worried you really about that. Don't. like You have no idea have who's no out idea. there waiting to take care of you. No, it's <laughs> the craziest thing, too. And I think about it because I've I've had to start over, you know, in the last mm-hmm. couple of years and like really start from scratch and make all new friends. And like I've built a happier life for myself when having when being forced yeah. to like start anew. And I think that like renewal and like, re- you know, that um, what word am I thinking of? Not renewal, but yeah, sort of rebirth. Reincarnation. Sure, something like that. I don't know. Like when you have the opportunity to like reinvent yourself a little bit, like you're always going to reinvent yourself a little bit better, you know, Mm -hmm. make yourself a little bit happier, hopefully. 
Yeah, sometimes when I talk to people who've had like the same friends for 12 years, they'll be like, yeah, (laughs) they say awful things to me or like they're really selfish, but you know, we've known each other for so long. And I'm like, hmm, maybe it's kind of a sleigh that I don't have to. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That I like talk to one person from high school. Look, there's a lot of people that I went to high school and college with that like I have a lot of love for that I don't necessarily talk to anymore. But like the people that are like in my life, in my life are people that like, you know, they're the best. They, that you fuck with them. <laughs> okay, next question. And okay. I really like this one. Okay. If, you're, if you feel good about I'm the ready. last one. I'm ready. Yeah, let's okay, do it. Okay. okay, so this person asked three things that you feel like make your friendships thrive and continue Ooh. to be successful. And my first one is something I'm really trying to work on lately. And it's something that I more recently came to a conclusion about. Okay. And... It's that when your friend is talking about like a trauma or an experience that they really want to unpack to not like mention your own so much right off the bat. You know what I mean? Like if someone is confiding in you about something like I had a friend talking to me about um, issues with her parents growing up and this little voice inside my head wanted to be like, oh, me too. I also mm-hmm. I also had issues like that. But I was like, wait a minute. This is the first time she's telling me this. Do I want to tell her that because it'll help her or because it'll fill some little thing inside like me that also thing. wants to talk about myself? And yeah, I don't know. I just think that that's really nice to be a space for your friend where they can just fully talk about themselves for a little while. And then like, you know, when you want to talk about yourself next time, you can do that. I don't know. I feel like it's hard. It's hard to remember sometimes on it but like yeah yeah yeah, because like obviously part of the relating is empathy and like having a conversation I just think that you can usually tell when that's the case the difference between like you're not alone versus right I'm gonna tell my story you know right like oh you talked for 10 seconds and now I'm gonna talk for 10 seconds about how that happened to me also like if there's something in their eyes where it's clear they really just want to talk about this thing that has been a big deal for them, just let them do it. Let them do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm, number two. Um, so reaching out when they're having good moments just as much as when they're having bad moments. I feel like I, yeah, I feel like I have myself and a lot of friends who are really good at being like, oh, you seem sad. Like, let's talk about it. And then, you know, when something good happens, not as many texts come through. Well, that's not really the case, but like sometimes there are some friends like that. And it's just nice to know like they're just as excited for you in the happy times. No, you're really good about that. Like you are always like super excited when good things happen to your friends. And I I admire that very much about you. You are as well. You are as well. I mean, it's also hard for us to like remind ourselves to feel good about when a good thing happens. So I think as a friend, it's important to be like, hey, this is like a great thing that you did and I'm happy for you and you should be really happy and proud of yourself. So, you know, that's another one. I didn't write a third. What about what's what's one for you? (laughs) Oh, a way that like I like cultivate my friendships is like whenever I'm starting to feel like a little like I'm not feeling great, like I'm anxious or like I'm like Mm -hmm. upset and I'm feeling disconnected from like community instead Mm -hmm. of like sitting there and being like nobody's talking to me, like everyone hates Mm -hmm. me. I take that and like 
I will go outwards. So like I will text a friend and be like, hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. How are you doing? Because sometimes like getting your mind away from like yourself, um, not only does it help you, but also like you're continuing to like really cultivate relationships by showing that like, Hey, like I I miss you. Like I want to check in on you, you know? Yeah, I think I used to be a lot worse at that. Like if I was in a group chat and I sent a message and no one replied, I'd be like waiting for them to reply. But now if you and Julia don't reply for like five hours, I just keep on sending messages. I just keep keep on being like, ooh, and I just saw this online. And ooh, I just (laughs) had this little thought. And ooh, I hate this man. (laughs) And then I wait for you guys to look at it and get back to me. Because we will. Because we will. Yeah. Because we love you. Um, let me think. Number two, I think it's really important to make time to have individual relationships and moments with your friends. Cause like if you Mm. just only see them when you're like out in a group or something like that's great. But like, Mm. I feel like it's really important for me at least to make sure that we have like an individual friendship within like the group friendship, you know, like that is a really good way to like strengthen your bonds with people because you're showing like, hey, you're my friend, but also like I know you like and I want to have dinner with you, not just because like, oh, like we're going out or, you know, whatever it is. Um, Yeah. And then I think that helps you grow like, oh, when I have this kind of issue, I know that this friend is really good to talk about that. Like that's the friend I'm going to reach out to for advice or like if I'm sad or yeah, I think that that's also really good. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's tons of stuff, but you know, we're not going to list all the obvious. No, (laughs) I think though that like I learn a lot from my friends too. Like Mm -hmm. I learn a lot about how to be a good friend by people being a good friend to me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I'll, if somebody does something for me that just makes me feel really good, like I will try to incorporate that in my life because if it made me feel good, chances it'll make somebody else feel good um exactly I was listening to a Tara Brock podcast that was like that about um well romantic relationships but also friendships I would think and it's like sometimes you don't want to come and apologize for something or like be vulnerable because they haven't done it but but then you just need to be the one to take that step first and they're way more likely to be the one to do it next time yeah I think that's true of like a lot of the points we made like if you do any of these things for your friends they'll be like oh that was really nice I want to do that too that made me feel good and like we're not doing things because they're like transactional or like we hope that right will do it for us but like I do feel like there's value in the so you know like the golden rule is like treat people how you want to be treated I think it's also important to remember like treat people how they want to be treated too you know like Mm -hmm. really know your friends well enough to know like what would mean a lot to them like I have a friend um who we were at dinner last night and she was like yeah it was really really sweet like out of nowhere our friend um just sent me a text and she was like I'm thinking about you and I just pulled a tarot card for you and like uh, this is what it was and like it was just like a sweet thing because she knew hey this is something that my friend is going to appreciate and like I'm thinking of you and like it's yeah it's specificity and it's like really caring to know people yeah I mean, around that, around that genre, people were asking about us as friends a lot. Um, I think one that was interesting is when we knew we were each other's best Best friends. And I actually do have a memory of like, well, I feel like we thought this beforehand, but Mm. I don't know if we had said it. Mm. And it was when I visited you and you were at a major media company. (laughs) (laughs) And we 
were like in the Twitch streaming room and you introduced me to someone and said, this is my best friend, Michaela. And then I gasped. And then the other person was like, oh, best friend, are you guys claiming that? And I think we were like, oh yeah, it's like new for us. Like, <laughs> it really is so funny how it's like saying I love you to somebody. It is. No, and we said that back then too. Mm-hmm. I think we actually, I'm having a memory now of us texting each other and saying like, calling Mm -hmm. each other our best friend and we were like oh my god I'm so nervous to say that but it's true (laughs) I remember that too um I don't really know like how it happened I think you just know there are people that you just connect with in your soul but like I do like you were like my best friend but then I was like is it weird to have a best friend that I literally see once a year exactly like is that like in my well and I remember our respective best friends when we first started talking. So true. Like, I remember who yours was and I remember who mine was. Yes. But slowly over time, and I hate to say it, but we overtook them. We overtook them. <laughs> <laughs> we were like a fucking, what are those birds that they lay their eggs in another bird's nest and like they're so fat that the mom has to take care of that bird and all its babies die? I didn't know about that. It's a cuckoo Damn. bird. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know cuckoo birds were rocking like that. They were really That's rocking like up. that. So we like really were on that cuckoo grind. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, it was just nice. I, what I remember as a moment of us like really being best friends was the first time, <laughs> the first time we like talked shit together because <gasps> that was like a huge moment for us because I think I remember then, who it was about. <gasps> really? I don't remember who it was about, but I remember that we were like, so... I mean, I love her. And like, I love her. Like, she's great. It's just that sometimes. And we were both like, wait, do you yeah, not no. like her either? It was a very conscious moment. And it was so funny because I never have taken that long really to talk shit with most of my friends. But I, I think you we think both I were just so nice. <laughs> yeah. We like really were date like truly truly like us we like were courting like we like yeah. our like relationship no, as we like grown together to is very like we're in love and in a long distance relationship you know yeah. like that's what it always that's what always what it was <laughs> yeah I mean I will say I think we actually do talk shit a little bit less than many people do so true. like maybe not as much super recently well recently, recently we've, we've been had, talking shit a little bit more we've had but- <laughs> But not we have a bad influence. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) We do. No, one of our friends loves to talk shit and is really like, no, it's going to make you feel better. Like, just say how you feel. And And Ellie and I. They're funny, too. Yeah, they're really good about it. They're really good at talking shit. That's the thing. And then we just get excited. And we're like, okay, we're going to do it. (laughs) Shit talking. And we're not very. You're better at it than I am. I'm not very good at it. Thank you. I've been training with Sometimes said friend. I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like, can I say something mean? And then it's like <laughs> just a sentence. Yeah. Like it's not mean. No, that's what you used to do. You used to be like, can I say something mean? And then it would be like, I just didn't think this tweet was very kind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm working on it. Okay. Yeah, I think like when you're someone who's been ostrated from people a lot ostracized oh yes oh my fucking god you know what i did (laughs) one thing about me is like take a shot whenever i pronounce a word wrong or like say completely the wrong (laughs) word because i do that and i you know that was like a brand new word i liked that one 
Yeah. So when you get ostracized from friends when you're mm-hmm. younger, mm-hmm. I know. Well, <laughs> no, I know. I I agree with you. Okay. Thank you. I feel like you're less like you feel more uncomfortable talking shit, talking yeah. a little bit of gossip. I agree because I, I, I don't want to like judge someone that I don't actually know. Like if there's exactly. someone who has like straight up wronged me or like you, yeah. I don't care. I'm going to be so mean. I don't really care. But like when it's somebody that like mm-hmm. I don't really know, I'm just like seeing a, a take they've done or, you know, maybe a story a friend of a friend told me or something like that where like I don't really know firsthand. I have a hard time because I agree. I just don't know. I, I just don't know. I know. Yeah, that's that's the thing for me, too. Like, it's so easy to be like, this was a stupid thing to say. But then there's a piece of me that's like, but but that's not their fault. Maybe there's a reason they think that or like, I don't know. Or like, maybe I'm just reading this in bad faith. So I always try to like read things in good faith. So anyways, we're not very good at talking shit, but we are best friends. So yeah, we're working on it. (laughs) Um, Should we do the having kids one? I do not quite have an I don't know about the kids thing it really does sort of stress me out you know what's so weird is like a year ago up until that point I had never thought about wanting kids like whatsoever and then Julia said to me I think you would be a really good mom well you would and then and then I started then it like almost shook my whole world because I just had never thought of myself like that maybe partly because I've had an abortion but then also I don't know it's just like never been my thing but then I started thinking about it and I was like wait I think I actually could be a good mother to somebody of course you could and like literally just from that alone I've been thinking about it more and more and now I'm more on the train of I think I want to have kids you know, it's really funny because like I will talk abstractly about children or like my children or like mm-hmm. what I'm going to have for my kids or like, oh, I'll name my kid this like or whatever. But when I really think about children, I don't yeah. I don't know. Like I honestly don't know. And I think when I was younger, it was like, no, I'm not having kids because mm-hmm. I didn't think I'd be a very good mom. Like I like thought I was too selfish. Okay, well, that's kids. crazy. You know what I mean? That's, like, that's no, but, like there was a part of me that was like I would like resent children for like taking my money and like my youth and my body and my time like you know like oh, I would, well a lot of a lot of people do so that's, I know but that's, that's like a very not, self-aware thing to think I just don't think you should be a parent like <laughs> right no and, you know, and that, like, that's fair and I just don't know so I don't know I feel different about it a little different about it now mm-hmm. um but I think I would really have to be in a place of like I'm financially secure I yeah. have uh, get, done things with my career that like I'm I'm at a place where I'm okay to like slow down or pause because like realistically you your, do your life will slow never down you'll never be the same yeah like, you can be like well I'm gonna I'm a girl boss and like I'm not gonna like stop working great you're still a mother you know you're still a yeah. parent like you still are gonna have to like be a parent because kids are fucking stupid they can't do anything Mm -hmm. by themselves like you have a person depending on you for everything you know like so true and I I really think you should put it off as much as possible first of all I really think you just need to know you're fucking ready like yeah well I think a lot of people do it without even like thinking because it's so instilled that this is the thing that we do like I mean there are really a lot of people out there who do resent their kids and like yeah they think of it more as like I gave you life so you have to do whatever I want yeah but the kid never asked to be born the kid never asked to be like a part of your whole circus oh my god kids are dicks like they're so like ungrateful and I'm saying this as myself I literally my parents did 
anything for me, everything for me, dropped like life for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I did not appreciate it at all. I was such a bitch, you know? Like I really was. I cried about that recently. Oh my God, I cry about it all the time. I'm like, why was I so mean to my parents? They did everything for me. And like- Only in high school, but I was a bitch to my mom in high school. And I like, whenever I think about that, mm, it gets me- drives me crazy I just I'm like oh my god I'm so mean and like I know kids are just like that teenagers are just like that but like I can't I like emotionally could not handle that like you give everything yeah. to a child and they're just like fuck you mom I'll do what I want it's like you're stupid I think that mindset <laughs> I think that mindset you have about children might be the mindset I have towards dating and why I'm not doing it right now <laughs> <laughs> you're just like not in a place where it would be right for you and like I know people do sort of like jump into it and there's nothing wrong with like having kids when you have kids like if it happens it mm-hmm. happens I just I know for you make myself it work. yeah like I really need to be positive because I'm a little on the fence and I don't think you should be on the fence about bringing a human person into the world you know I, yeah no I totally agree I mean your child would be so fucking cute and smart and adorable I know that's so true and I would be a really good mom like I know that you would be but again I have shit I need to accomplish first and I like want to be in love and like travel the world and like you know do all these things well absolutely and I'm not even I'm bad with kids however I have talked to my mom about that and she was like well I was too but then I had you guys and it was very different so like you really can't use that mindset as like how you'll be with your tiny little baby infant who looks like you and the person you love (laughs) although I have said like I I think I might want to like adopt because I just don't know if I want to do the whole pregnancy thing because it terrifies me oh my god it's scary I feel like on TikTok especially there are so many videos where every week I'm like oh there's another scary thing about pregnancy that could happen I'm just so uninterested like also my body I'm so sorry like where is a baby going (laughs) like where in my body is a baby supposed to fit I am a baby a baby is the size of my whole torso like neck to fucking hips you know no babies are newborn babies are very very tiny I am very but that's what I'm saying I know how big a newborn is they're like smaller than a loaf of bread that's how small Mm -hmm. I am like I can't fit a baby in here like I'm not even being like I'm just like so Wait, like how tall is your mom skinny I literally mean that I'm just small like I proportionally my mom is five foot four um, okay because my mom is five two and she had no problems giving birth any of the three times Ooh, and I know so that's scared. that's a little tough she does have big hips no, she I does have no have hips I have little boy hips. hips and my mom has great yeah. hips and I'm like where, where why didn't I get them yeah, my mom was like, honestly, it was it was shitty, but it was fine. Just get an epidural. It was definitely not as bad yeah, as your spinal surgery, course, so you'll be fine. And I was like, okay. <laughs> no, but you know what? The woman's body has pain amnesia so that she will keep having babies. And so Ooh. that is real. When you have a pain baby, amnesia? Yes, afterwards you go, oh, I guess it wasn't that bad. Because if you remembered how bad it was, you would never have another kid. That's like an evolutionary thing that like female bodies do so like I don't know well that's good that's good then I don't care I that's fine if I'm not gonna remember it that much then whatever you have to feel it in the moment though yeah I don't know after spinal surgery I'm like (laughs) I could be tortured for a week and then I would get past it somehow okay I mean well that's (laughs) okay (laughs) I think anyways I think after your surgery you'll be like more my surgery is like not painful though like my surgery is like the easiest thing they've been doing it for like 50 years it's gonna take like an hour 
Like well, I'm you'll not certainly have worried. more room in your stomach after it. One should hope. Yeah. Wait, like, sorry, not hope. stomach. No, uterus, yes. whatever the fuck. Abdomen. Yeah, yeah, that area. Abdomen. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Sure. Yeah, that's an interesting conversation. I mean, if I had had this two years ago, it would be like, I just really don't see it for me ever. And now mm. I'm in my notes like they will start taking coding classes <laughs> around age seven. And they'll be when they're born, they'll be trilingual by the time they're 12. I'm, I'm taking it pretty seriously. I have like rules about when they can have social media and they'll have to use burner accounts till they're 18. Okay. Oh, because we're like ready, ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nobody needs to have their name and opinions linked to, to themselves from the age of 15. No, we literally were they talking don't. about this today. It's insane yeah. that at any given time on the internet, I can just like read a 15 year old's opinion. That should not be possible. Mm, That's a personal attack, honestly. Because yeah. you know how stupid I was when I was 15? And I, I was, thought I was so, so smart. Like I really That's, thought yeah, I knew exactly. everything. Exactly. Like oh I wouldn't God. shut the fuck up, and everything I was saying was obnoxious. Was so wrong. Just the worst. Like unbelievable. And I, I can think- only imagine my children will be similar to that. <laughs> Yeah, like fucking know-it-all asshole who actually doesn't yeah. know anything. Like that was me. <laughs> like <laughs> literally that. Ugh, but I anyway, love children them. are a, a blessing. They're a future, and like whatever. Um, like I, I do love kids, and I was a nanny, and like I, you know, like I like babies and kids and stuff. But I don't know yet. I think if yeah. I need a partner who's like one hundred percent, I want kids. That might sway my opinion. Yeah. Well, I mean, the birthing rates are definitely going down because I think a lot of people feel that way, and also just have higher well, standards for a partner now. Also, nobody can like afford a house. Or like um, yeah. preschool, <laughs> you know, like that's a very good point. Yeah, that as well. <laughs> oh, sad. But you know, you know, we'll you know, see. You know. We'll check back in in this conversation a year you from know. now, see if anything has changed. <laughs> Imagine I'm like married with a baby. That'd be crazy. Well, you know, the crazier thing is that's possible. No, like it's so much not shit. Po- that's not fucking changes. Well, you- not with a baby. Okay, but you could be married. I, I don't be know. Married in a year. <laughs> I just thought, whoa! I don't like that. I do not like that. I don't know if I possibly could. Please, I'm but- baby. <laughs> Child. The thing about me is, I really think I'll get married a couple times. So, like, maybe I could have like my first marriage. Like, I would like go to Vegas and marry someone like probably tomorrow. Like, I really would. You know, I've also recently been like, that might not be so bad to literally just like. <laughs> get married have it last a good like 15 20 years who knows get divorced fall in love again because realistically and you know i know like loving someone your whole life and being together can be a beautiful thing however it can also get real bad even if you loved each other so much in the beginning or even for the first 10 years people change people do change it would be hard to not change. So true. So, I'm like such like a hopeless romantic with it though because of my parents. So like it's hard. Yeah. But it's hard to say. Hard to say. Who's to say anything about the future? We just don't know. <laughs> we could be underwater in 10 years. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no, they did do that. NASA. Um, well, you know, they could be lying, but they said that there's a meteor that could get close to us in 25 years. Why does all the unprecedented stuff have to happen during our lifetime? I just want to be a happy girly. (laughs) 
You know, like you should look into the year 526 yes, I know. BC. It was a bad year. Were- <laughs> I know about the bad year where there was no sun and the crops died and everybody died and there was plague. Like, mm. I get it. Okay. But I'm just saying it's not fair because I just want to be like fun and young and I can't because there's a fucking comet or whatever. I just think it's not going to happen. I feel like they keep saying this shit's going to happen. I was like so convinced about the Mayan calendar thing. Shit, oh, yeah. they, they love to say shit's going to happen and then it's fine. Mm, I was Although really glo- sure about the Mayan cal- calendar thing. So in many ways, happen. yeah, global warming is like real. <laughs> but <laughs> so that's all of our happy stuff. <laughs> in such a fun little fresh mood today, aren't we? I mean, do I you want am. to do any more questions? Maybe let's or do one more, just like, like end it on a not depressing note. Yeah, no, and that, that's the thing is, I was like, hmm, should we end it on global warming? I don't the asteroid think hitting warming Earth is sort of. I mean, thematically, it could check out, but I don't think. <laughs> okay, this one. <clears throat> wait, is that going to be depressing? Maybe I should. Mm, what if mm, no? Hmm? Okay, strangest rabbit holes you guys have fallen into, not like conspiracy theories, just hobbies or topics. So this is a big thing that I tend to do you as an ADHD girly. Like you really I do. get so obsessed with something for like maybe a month is about the time that it lasts and then make it my whole world so true. and buy everything possible that you could need to pursue this and then I drop it as soon as I have everything. Mm. Um, and we've seen that with resin art. I oh, have resin like art, yeah. six huge boxes full of resin art supplies. Then I found out that it's like bad for the environment. Yes, and bad and for I also, you, honestly. And I, I started getting a chronic nosebleed. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's not good. It's not good. Uh, I had my anime phase. I have my webtoon phases every few months. I have my K-drama phases. I do boxing for a month. I do sewing for a month. I just love yeah, to have sewing. a little hyperfixation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't really do that. I don't really go down rabbit holes like that. I guess like I had like a real, real bad YouTube drama phase where like I really was oh. watching like 10 different creators videos every day about the same drama. Like I really, like really knew too much about like YouTube drama. YouTube um, drama is very entertaining though because it's so low stakes so and like they they tell us way too much personal details that like no one else would. So you get very they invested. Really do, except then there was like the bi sister thing and then like, I don't know huh? like that that whole, I can't even talk about that I could do a whole episode the on whole like, bi sister thing yes. I don't know what that means oh my okay. god I can't even talk about it right now but we can do okay. a whole episode on it because like it's there's so much there's so much there um shout out bi sister reset okay okay anyways, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> no can I be so honest about probably my most shameful phase yeah okay in like the second year of college I would say there was this month-long time where I watched like every single Dolan twins video oh I remember your Dolan (laughs) twins face actually because you were like I kind of like the Dolan twins when we like first met and I was like was it when we first met it really was when we first met well Well, I don't know if you were actively watching them but I remember you saying like no, it was so weird because it started because of Emma Chamberlain. 
because I liked fair. her videos casually mm-hmm. and I've never really been super into YouTube right. and then I watched some of her videos and I was like oh that was entertaining that distracted me from the guy who's making me anxious all day <laughs> like a fun little thing and then she did like some kind of crossover with them the and Dolan then I started watching some of James Charles. their videos they were like very high energy and yes. I'm just so not high energy mm. and I would just sit in bed watching those videos like ooh, they're gonna go camping and survive in the wild for a week I don't know what so, it was. I haven't watched a video since. <laughs> I had a very shameful Jake Ooh. Paul moment. <gasps> like, oh, shame. And I Ellie was on the way, record. <laughs> way too old, too. It's not like I was like a teenager. I was like 22. Like, I really okay. had a moment because I had the wow. Shane Dawson moment where he was making those Ooh. like documentaries about everybody. And I was like watching his little documentaries and he did mm-hmm. one about jake paul and i was like wow jake paul's like so misunderstood um, and he's not like he's very much not, he's misunderstood. not. He's understood he's, he's, he's understood, understood. No, he's straight up he's almost almost over understood um so he oh my god um and i did have a mini phase and i i grew out of it but it was it was embarrassing i had a yeah that was a, a tough one i don't know no, i think that's that's so valid and i think a lot of people listening right now are going to feel very hurt by us being so cl- so honest about our shame because Honestly, it's hard to not it's hard to not sometimes do something embarrassing um i am also in right now like a fantasy romance novel like deep hole oh that's me with webtoons i'm reading one like every day like i'll get through it and they're also like full-on porn like they're not even like trying to hide it at this Hmm. point and like it's the funniest thing because women can do this like men could not like read porn on the subway but like (laughs) i'm literally sitting there like oh that is a penis like you know like i'm like stiff member okay (laughs) see and like i get like grossed out about it but also like i'm sitting there like right you know but that's I mean? the thing. I'm it's like really so entertaining. It. Well, did you ever have a Wattpad phase when you were younger? I was worse, um, actually, because oh. I was a Harry Potter fanfiction.com person. What? <laughs> I have never known this. I have never told you this because it is my <gasps> most shameful secret. I read so much Harry Potter fanfiction. So much. Well, you know my friend Isaiah, I guess you don't, but he wrote like Phineas and Ferb fan fiction and he's very proud of it. That's really embarrassing and he should be ashamed. We read it out loud at game night. No, it was really good. Um, But that's so funny. No, so, well, my theory was that because I never had a Wattpad Wattpad phase when Mm -hmm. I was younger, that's why so many of these like webtoons appeal to me because Uh, it's like, it's a very old story archetype. Like they really only go one of a few ways. (laughs) So after like you've read enough, you do get sick of them. But since I never really had gotten into them, I'm getting into them now. <laughs> it's also, there's something comforting about it. It's like the same story every time. It's the same yeah. way with these like fantasy romances. It's like, he's an evil king and she is a mm. fairy, but she's a fighter and she's sent to destroy Ooh. him, but they fall in love. And I'm like, you know, mm, and give it to me. They have to share a bed. Yes. <laughs> like, and in Webtoons, it's the cold Duke of the North. That's the stereotypical <laughs> like Duke. The cold Duke of the North. He's cold. No, like physically cold too. Like he's not emotionally cold. He's physically cold, right? Well, both. He lives in a really cold (laughs) part of the world and he's cold like emotionally to others. And then um, he like, he'll usually be some kind of war hero who everyone Mm, fears and he's more powerful than the Imperial family. Like everyone knows he's more powerful. powerful. But then like there's this... 
there's this like blonde crown prince who also likes the main girl and like Ooh. she never picks him she yeah, never, never picks him it's always the cold, of the, north, the, the cold duke of the north yeah so that's you know that's good for us good for us and we're having a good time <laughs> and we are like whatever i'm reading again and it's fun <laughs> no that's so true i mean like webtoons aren't really the same amount of words like it's but half you're words still reading like but i'm still reading something i think it i'm pursuing the arts in many ways you are <laughs> and people should give you credit for that I mean, whatever. Well, my queen. Obviously, I also watch eight hours of Hassan Piker a day. Like, that's a tough rabbit hole. But um, <laughs> I know a yeah, lot that- more about politics now. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the thing. Is like you you are watching a YouTuber or like Twitch streamer type thing, but you're also like getting at least some information out of it. So it, it's easier to get addicted to it because it doesn't feel as bad when you do it. <sighs> Like, that's, like, I'll find one yeah. food item I like that's healthy, and then I'll eat it every day for, like, a month. Mm, it's so fair. It's sort of similar to that. God, it's so I hard don't know. to feed myself. <laughs> it really is. I'm starting to learn. If I, I was, made shortbread last week. That's actually so. really impressive, although it is sort of three ingredients. But, like, I am Mitch, proud of you. I know, but it was so and yummy. I- <laughs> and I made shrimp scampi and an egg spaghetti. That's very <laughs> impressive. I don't know what scampi is. Um, I think it's like the way that it's cooked. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love scampi. Yeah. No, I, Can't you I don't not eat shrimp. No, I don't eat shrimp. It's eating a bug. Well, many Sorry. people eat eat bug bugs in this world. So true. Um, it's not something I'm like particularly interested in doing. I understand that people do it. You don't have to do it. I probably won't. Justice for Ellie not eating bugs. Thank you. That's my lukewarm take. My my other lukewarm <laughs> take that I shouldn't have to eat bugs. Should we make that a recurring segment? Our lukewarm takes, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like things we're kind of scared to admit, but, but like, like they're not like <laughs> you know. Oh my god, I I just have to like tell this story because it was really funny. It's it's sort of along the veins of lukewarm takes, but instead it's like sort of an accidental hot take that this guy did. Um, mm. So it's this like. He's a um, Twitch streamer who does like tech stuff and he had a he was on a podcast and he was talking with his friend and they have a podcast, whatever. And he was talking about how in like the 2000s, they were just so casually like homophobic and stuff. Mm -hmm. So he's on this podcast. He's talking about how, you know, there was so much like casual homophobia, like casual racism, whatever, and like a lot of early 2000s media. And he said, also, I was really surprised by how much like the hard R was thrown around. He says this. And his friend mm-hmm. was like, really? You think it was like used casually then? And he's like, yeah, I was watching an episode of American Dad and they just said it like a hard R. And his friend was, you could see like the life sort of like draining from the guy's eyes because he's like, what are you talking about? And then he's like, and I'll admit, like I used to say it all the time. And, <gasps> his, and he's like saying it with like a smile on his face. And his friend is like literally like, seeing his career flash before his eyes. Oh you know my what I mean? God. He's sitting there like, what are, you, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, it was like everywhere. Like we just didn't think it was a big deal. And he's like, I can't remember a single time when we didn't think it was a bad, <laughs> big deal. And then he's like, wait, what do you think the hard R is? And he's like, you know, the, you know, the way you would refer to people with like a mental disability. Oh, <laughs> and his friend was like, "You have got to be kidding me! Oh my me. god, that is not what the hard R is. That is not. That is the no. Because why would word. you call it hard? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but 
he was just like mixing it up and then I keep thinking like how many people did he say that in front of like in private that like no one well, corrected him you know like people were just like well, when you were like, first says like damn yeah when you were first saying that I was like mm, a lot of white sorority girls but <laughs> so true but um, yeah no I mean yeah the 2000s movies are really hard to go back and watch I did recently watch um, that thing you do and luckily it was fine shockingly that is shocking i know because that one's from the 1996 year we were born are we the year of the rat yeah we're rats so we're what's his face good for us <gasps> we're cute no we're fucking the other one the other one i don't like as Yo, much yuki. Yu, yu, yuki yuki wow because there's no real fruits cat. basket fruits basket. fruits basket guys um okay well Check it out. <laughs> I, think, I think that's about all i have to say for the day um, I just thought that was like really funny because like you could tell he just had no idea what he was accidentally saying. Oh my saying. god! Yeah, <laughs> like, that's so bad. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, he was he was right at the end of the day, but he was wrong <laughs> he was at wrong. first. <laughs> and I just keep thinking, like, did he say that to like his friends? You know, like, is he like saying about the hard R? Like, oh, I used to say it all the time, and his friends are like, I didn't know he was racist like that. You know, like, oh my god, he just didn't yeah. Know. <laughs> I cannot stop thinking about it. It's so funny. Um, His friend was literally like, this cannot be happening right now. Because it's a live stream. It wasn't like a, a you know, oh pre-recorded. God. It was literally like a live stream. And he was literally like, <laughs> terrified. <laughs> um, well, well, we got a lot of good questions. And if you sent one um, and we didn't read it yet, that doesn't mean we'll never read it because so I true. have saved them and other ones will be talked about at a later <laughs> time. Um, tarot card of the week. Yeah. Before we go, let's get a little tarot card of the week going. What's our vibe for the week? What's something we should think about? Remember, keep mm-hmm. in mind, I'm feeling really good. I feel like sometimes my mood like really um, influences the cards that I'm pulling, you know, like I feel like totally. if I'm in a more positive mood, they end up being a more positive reading. But let's see what we got for this week for us. What is the vibe that we need to look for? Sorry, that was like a loud crashing noise. Um, okay. Our vibe for the week is the Seven of Swords. And I think that this is a conflict card. So let me just make sure um, I could be wrong. The Seven of Swords upright. Yeah. Dishonesty, trickery, lies. So I think we need to be on the lookout for somebody (gasps) being dishonest with us, tricking us, lying to us. Wait, that's going to freak me out because I have a lot of things listed on on Facebook Marketplace right now. And I'm already scared about them coming to my home. (laughs) This does not apply to you. You're going to be okay. Um, just, you know, be aware. Be conscious. Be be on your fucking guard. Someone's going to fucking lie to you this week. Oh, my God. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I, no. Well, and I did just see a, a video about scam artists getting better. Be careful if you get a phone Ooh, call yeah, from one of your loved there. ones. And they're like, I have your sister and she's on the ground and I've kidnapped her. Wire me money. And it comes from your sister's phone number. Hang up and call your sister back because they're now able to like hack your contacts and call you saying it's the number of someone that you care about. So watch out for that. That's horrifying. Isn't Um, that scary? So Mm -hmm. be careful. I guess maybe that's just a it's just a look out for scammers this week. Mm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah all right well <laughs> i love you guys so much um i hope you have a great time um and as always have a good day have a good night wherever you are whatever you're doing we hope it's a great one we'll get mm-hmm. you on the next one and michaela you want to sing us out yes 
follow us on Instagram oh. Oh, at late that that pod. <laughs> <laughs> and our Patreon too. Yes, please. If you hated hearing ads in this podcast, go to patreon.com slash late night drive pod. We already have two bonus episodes on there and then all of our episodes ad free as well. So Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and we will be doing the newsletter of advice if you are interested in more advice type stuff. Um, that yep. will be coming out this month as well, probably in the next week or so. So Probably very soon. Probably very soon. It's about that time, Because we need it? to do that. Yeah, we forgot, but we will do it. Um, and yeah, make sure you follow us on Instagram. We love you. Thank you for coming to Late Night Drive. We hope you enjoyed the drive. <laughs> Bye. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit BetterHelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-N-D.